Welcome to Best Served, a podcast recognizing unsung hospitality heroes. Join Chef Jensen Cummings as he chops it up with industry leaders about the humans who've impacted their lives and careers. From childhood guides, to ass-kicking mentors, to the team members in the trenches that make it all happen. Help us celebrate these rock stars by sharing our show and nominating your own unsung hospitality heroes. Connect with us on social media at Best Served Podcast. Now here is your host. What's up, everybody? Jensen Cummings here. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. Today is Best Served Podcast 345. We're talking why heritage matters to chefs, to culinary professionals, to restaurant posts, to bartenders. Heritage is something that we often are trying to get into the glass, onto the plate. And so we're going to talk about that today with Nick and Chai of Fried Chicken and Caviar in Detroit, Michigan. This is a part of In the Weeds Menu Meeting Fall 2021. If you've been following along, we're in week two. Omnipresence, as always. You're going to find video casts, audio podcasts on Anchor, Apple, Google, anywhere you find those, Clubhouse conversations, articles, TikTok videos, Instagram takeovers, memes, anywhere and everywhere in any way that you and the hospitality industry are communicating. You who are lovers of food and heritage are looking to be a part of this amazing conversations with amazing thought leaders in the industry at large. So uh i am very excited i'm going to bring nick and chai now to talk to us fried chicken and caviar in detroit michigan good to see both of you good morning or good afternoon yes good morning good day day. it's a good day day. (laughs) any day with fried chicken and caviar is a good day so i I, (laughs) (laughs) i can appreciate that uh let's start off tell tell everybody fried chicken and caviar what what's it all about and how did it come about give us a little bit of the backstory um well shy and i we went to high school together but we weren't um she's a little bit younger than i am and we weren't you know in the same circle and then i moved to vegas and i think we connected on social media and i dm'd her and i said hey do you want to go on a chick date and she said yeah and so we went ate food and then um i don't know we just start cooking together and then we did some underground dinner parties to test out like foods that we really wanted to cook um, that we probably couldn't like test out on our parents or, you know, people like that. (laughs) But yeah, we just invited people over who could come like in the middle of a Tuesday and we tested out um, recipes on our friends. And then that's really how fried chicken and caviar came about because we weren't cooking like baked chicken and fingerling potatoes. We were making like, you know. You're going for it. Yeah. African food, (laughs) curries, like whatever we wanted to cook, whatever we wanted to try, like no matter how hard the recipe was or how authentic it was, like we made it on um, Chef's Kitchen Tuesdays for our friends. That's really where this whole thing came about, like just making food that is delicious and comforting, but at the same time, things that people don't always, especially people of color, always get to have on their... um, dinner table you know what i mean Mm, two things that i really like i like everything you say two things one nick for you this is a little bit of a coming home story right you were in vegas and Mm -hmm. i got to get back to detroit what does that look like from from a culinary standpoint obviously vegas is internationally known as a culinary destination and detroit is emerging 
every day I, I, I see interesting things coming from yeah. Detroit. So I like the coming home story. Also, the two of you already have been going through this journey of, of finding heritage and experimenting and innovating around that and finding truth and challenging preconceived notions. That's really mm -hmm. something that is like a, a mainstay of what we're trying to acknowledge and, and unearth in this process. So you all have been going through that, which I really like. Also, fried chicken caviar. I want to give people an understanding of the experience now that they're going to have. I I love just the name right out of the bat. Just <laughs> tells you what to expect. There's this, you know, here highbrow, lowbrow. It's like yeah. trashy, classy. Yeah. It's like trashy, it's got, classy, right? It's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's got it's got the street chic. Like it's all of those things you because go. you're pulling in both directions. I see you. I feel you. I yep. understand completely because sometimes we get caught up in one or the other. And you're mm -hmm. trying to find the intersection of those. So so respect to that, because I think it's important. And I think it's a challenge. I know. I know it's a challenge. So uh, a lot of respect for the fact that you're going through that journey and taking other people on it. So I'm in. I need fried and chicken caviar in my life. Where do I find you? How do I get in on this? Give me an idea if I'm looking to be uh, able to have that experience. Well, you can always find us on social media. Our Instagram handle is at fried chicken caviar underscore. We're on Facebook. You can always also go to our website. Um, those things have the most up-to-date uh, calendar, the calendar yeah. of everything that we're doing. Um, yeah, that's, that's we're not hard to find. Yeah, yeah. we're, we're <laughs> all over Detroit. All, all over Detroit, and and the pop-ups like give me an idea of kind of how it emerged. Right, you had Test Kitchen Tuesdays. You got the friends. You hope it's friends that both won give you give you pats on the back and say good job keep going and they give you some critical feedback so that you can continue mm -hmm. to improve then how did it become a part of the fabric of detroit how did you start getting fried chicken and caviar into people's faces in detroit what was that process like um the branding <laughs> so um at the beginning of the pandemic because we shy um she couldn't come outside <laughs> I that. I, yeah so she was stuck in the house um and, yeah, so we came back together when she could finally come out the house and we started cooking, but we um, we had taken some photos and I was like, so I do events outside of like fried chicken and caviar and I was like, hey, remember that event that I did before? Why don't we do, fried, do it for fried chicken and caviar? It's called um, Single in the City. So for thanks, not Thanksgiving, Valentine's, Valentine's Day, Day um, and Galentine's Day, we were like, nice. let's just put out crazy content, like these beautiful photos that we had already taken of like food that we made. Um, and so it was kind of crazy how it happened. We put the photos out and started like really branding fried chicken and caviar. And then we just got attention from like the media, the food critics, literally within probably like one month. And so that event sold out. And so of course we had to do it again. And then again and again and, and now again we're again. yeah now we're pretty much booked till 2023 almost yeah, 2023. Yeah. what yeah. come on yeah. those are great <laughs> problems to have i love yeah. that and, yeah. and so and so have you solidified a location or are you are you bopping around town like what's where where can we find so, you physically we do not yeah we, we don't mm -mm, that's we like, not the we goal like, we like to be free and yeah. we want to like yeah. explore different places and meet different people and Get a different audience, you know what I'm saying? Like every venue, every space that we go to is like a completely diff different crowd. Yeah. And we like that. And like next year, we're, we're in what, like 
six cities, yeah, we're gonna go, cities. yeah, we're taking this thing on the road, so yeah. it's gonna be a lot of fun. <laughs> Let, let's go, all right, Let we're gonna make sure here. we meet up on the road somewhere because yeah. I, I need everything that you're talking about. That's great. So, you're 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 going to the people, you're bringing this experience across Detroit, and now now it's become a Detroit experience that then you're going to bring to other cities. So yeah. I really love that. Let's talk about the the heritage aspect, and I'm very interested in how that intersects with Detroit and Detroit culture and your culture uh, within the city. So you know what what do you represent? You mentioned the curries. You mentioned that you were doing African food. You mentioned right that you have this this ghetto bougie thing going on. How how are you now saying this is who we are on a plate? Give me an idea of, of how you're communicating that to each other through your food to the guest. Um, so I always say that Shy and I are like a like a rap song. You know, there's the melody, the beat, and then there's the words, the perfect words over the perfect where they say melody. Mm -hmm. Um, so when we're making a menu, normally we're super in sync in that way. Like last night, I'm obsessed with bologna. And we wanted to put bologna on a plate. I wanted to literally make the bologna. And so she doesn't really like bologna that much. But we were, we want to make a bologna charcuterie plate. So it was literally like, like that's how we communicate. And I think that when you get the plate, like you kind of understand like, oh, this is what these girls are doing. But also um, we do infuse, like we said before, the super comforting food. We're not shy about, you know, the black girl magic and making sure that people understand that black food is American food. And yes. so you'll always see a little bit of like who we are as um, black, women. black women, women of color on the plate. I mean, cause I don't know how to be nothing else. So right. if I'm, yeah. if I'm gonna give you fried chicken caviar, it's going to be, you know, something that my grandma helped me, you know, learn how to make or something that reminds me of like my mom or shy's mom or, you know, something like that. We made peach cobbler. Yeah, so yeah. we made bourbon peach cobbler the other week and super comforting bourbon. We like bourbon a lot, hey. but also <laughs> um, cobbler, you know what I mean? Like all the things on your plate, they're always, there's something very reminiscent of like where we've come from as a people. We're not shying away from that at all. We're just making sure that we understand or that you understand that, um, we can have it all. Like we, we like yeah. 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 Anytime that food reminds you of mom, grandma, like being around that table, that's mm -hmm. that's it. That's what we're always trying to recreate. There's also you want to make it your own. So I'm very interested yeah. in that. Some of some of the recipes that you're potentially playing with are timeless. Like oh. you're not allowed to mess with them. That, you know what I mean? And that, that happens sometimes in food where we get so stuck. How do you pay homage to that heritage, that tradition, uh, and also make it your own? How, how do the two of you, what's the collaborative vibe in that? What's, what's, how are you making sure that you stay grounded and continue to innovate and make things your own? What's that part of the process like? I mean, who said you can't mess with it? You know what I mean? Like, right. They, it's who, always they, the, them over yeah, there. Who, who, who is that? Yeah, um, but we, I think for us, like making a good dish, um, we're true to flavors and all that kind of stuff. If it's going to be a risotto, of course, we're going to like have a good technique down, but we're right. allowed to play with flavors. We're allowed to play with seasonal things. We're allowed to play with things that we can get our hands on. Um, yeah, we're, we're playing with everything. Nobody 
it's fried chicken and caviar. Like we don't gotta play by a certain rule. Like we're not doing that. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're taking the technique, the craft, the heritage seriously, but not taking yourself seriously. Sometimes we no. get too try too hard. I I, I feel that completely, well, and so that's what clearly we want you to feel that. Yeah, food uh, is is joy and it's pain. So much of of the way that ingredients migrate, that that it, dishes are created, and you mentioned not shying away from your your black girl magic and the history of some of those things how are you navigating that because that can be heavy sometimes and clearly you're making it playful as well what do you feel your responsibility is or what is your position on kind of communicating the the history of the food that you're putting on a plate um i'll you know i think that you know as black women we always we always keep who we are we are two black girls from detroit always you know what i'm saying um (laughs) <laughs> at all times. There's nothing we can do. There's nothing we want to do about that. Um, we always, I think, it's it's always a conversation when Nick and I are in the kitchen, like, we talk about these old recipes and stuff like that, and then just kind of like, okay, so what? what's the fried chicken and caviar version of that? You know what I'm saying? Um, yes, you have a lens that you look through very specifically. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I love that. But also, um, for Shy and I, we try to use things like I live right by a farm. Um, we try to, it's important to know she comes from a background of, um, what do you call it? Your you community. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was <laughs> and then, for 10 years. And, yeah. I and then I work, gotcha. um, I'm, I'm strictly a food person, but I've worked in social justice, you know, food justice for a long time. So outside of like just cooking the food, we are very aware that food brings people together and it separates them also. So again, the whole fried chicken and caviar thing, just making sure that people know that they have access to or should have access to any kind of food that they want to eat and not eliminating one food, not one group of people from a food group. Um, I think fried chicken and caviar, we really try to push that narrative also. Uh, that that's what I was getting to right there. It, Shy, it totally makes sense your background and then the social justice because it mm-hmm. felt like it's just fun. There's like such a vibe to it. There was also a little bit of like gravitas there. There was like you're doing some some serious work as well yeah. mm-hmm. within your brand. So this makes sense to me. It's like, look, we're gonna have fun. It is gonna be fucking delicious, and you might learn something and yeah. you might connect with somebody in a more meaningful way than you yeah. might have just sitting down having a plate of fried chicken. So yeah. that's, I think a very important aspect. Sometimes when it's heavy for heavy sake, people are just like, I'm exhausted. Like I just want some delicious food mm-hmm. and you're allowing people the opportunity for both. So I think that feels very core uh, to what you're doing. So uh, I really, really appreciate uh, understanding that now. Cause I think that's important kind of narrative that you're weaving and, uh, and responsibility that you're taking for that type of storytelling is, yeah. is important because chefs, culinary professionals, food people can be some of the best connectors of people. So sure. I, I really appreciate that when the two of you are in the kitchen, what's on the playlist? You mentioned you're like a rap song. I feel like you're like writing yeah. bars. I feel like there's, there's there's a flow to it. And if it doesn't quite flow, you're like, nah, something doesn't feel right. What's on the playlist? Definitely Whitney Houston. Definitely. Oh, oh wow. So you go, <laughs> you go you on big know. notes. It's all I crescendo dance with somebody. all day. 
Yeah. I don't want to dance with somebody. Shaka Khan. Um, Who's just listening to Cheryl Lynn? Yeah, that's today, though. On another day, it might be Megan Thee Stallion. On another day, it might be a little bit of a, The Roots or yeah. Outcast or something like that. It all depends on how we're feeling. Today, I'm feeling a little sultry, you know, if that's where we started. But you don't know what's going to happen at the end of the day. Yeah, oh, this, is, this is fascinating from somebody who just, like, loves cr- I, I love creative process, so I'm always fascinated with it. Now I can tell you two aren't ready to cook until both of you are on the same playlist, yeah. right? Like until you find the song that both of you are vibing because you yeah. might be feeling like a, a little angsty today and want something uh-huh. that's got a little bit more grit to it. And you might be vibing and like, what's the song that's going to meet both of your energies? You're going to put yeah. that into the food. That's creative process. Big, yep. big fan. Shy's going to have a glass there. of champagne and then we're going to start cooking. Then we're gonna get started. <laughs> All right. Let's it. talk about this specific dinner in the weeds. Yes. Virtual heritage dinner all across the country. Amazing, amazing chefs coming together uh, to represent their cities, to represent their heritage, to represent such a good cause to support the physical, financial, and mental health of hospitality professionals. We struggle with that. We're so good at taking care of the guests. We forget to take care of ourselves sometimes. That's self-hospitality. So this is an important topic and an important team that uh, L from In the Weeds uh, has built. So excited about that. Sunday, October 10th, Detroit, Michigan uh, is, is your dinner. It'll be part of the East Coast Dinner Series with Cicely Sierra, the Sandwich Ministry in Brooklyn as well as uh, Katina Smith, Chef Kat, in Baltimore with Just Call Me Chef and Taste Charm City. So quite the lineup uh, of Black Girl Magic across the board on that Eastern time zone. So uh, make sure in the in the comments you can find the link to go get tickets to the dinner itself. Let's talk about the, let's talk about the menu. When you're thinking but, about this dinner, this series, you're thinking about people taking it into their homes, right? They're going to pick it up. They're going to be able to cook it at home. There's going to be a virtual hangout kind of like this. People can can get together, tell stories, enjoy the food together. So what's what's on the menu? We're doing mother chicken wings. Oh, sorry. Mother turkey wings. I'm like, chicken wings. <laughs> yeah, turkey, turkey wings. wings. Here we go. <laughs> what else is on the plate? We're doing mac and cheese collard greens we're gonna do a tomato onion and cucumber salad and then a pound cake for dessert I, I like everything that you just said. Let's <laughs> let's unpack that a little bit. Why this menu? When you're thinking about, and I, you always think about it, so I think I know the answer to this, but the heritage, thinking about putting yourself on a plate, thinking about representing Detroit, since you got chefs from all over the country, a part of this series, and I know we'll all look back and go, wow, look at this menu that was composed from people from different backgrounds across the country, and you just see this familiarity, this comfort, as you mentioned, of all of us trying to, like, get back to something that we believe in and mm-hmm. get back to something that connects us all, even if we can't be face to face. So can appreciate that. Why this menu? When the two of you were a uh, test kitchen Tuesday, vibing out, why this menu? What to you so, felt like it was on brand for what's happening in this, in the weeds campaign? It's two things. So one thing is that, I mean, anything smothered is super like comforting. Like, <laughs> yes, yeah. it is. I mean, First of all, but another thing, like, I don't know if people notice this, but I've really noticed this living in Detroit. People, I don't, I don't, I'm not crazy about turkey, but people love turkey here. They want to eat a turkey wing. They're looking for turkey chops. 
we have like what turkey grill turkey, turkey grill. like we yeah, have turkey yeah we it's have lovely. yeah so the turkey wing is super representative of you know the city that we live in the city that mm. we love so you're getting a turkey wing <laughs> and you're talking year round you're not just talking around the holiday season no when everybody like, right? obligatorily has turkey yeah no like two miles from my house maybe not even there's literally a restaurant called the turkey grill all they serve is turkey and it's been there for years a long time older probably older than me oh, yeah. right, we got to yeah. find out what's what's the historical connection with detroit and and the turkey because that's <laughs> you know so, so much of the country right there's butterball turkeys in freezers year-round until there's the massive boom of yeah. everybody buying them end of the year but uh, Detroit has a relationship with with Turkey. So, <laughs> and Nick, I can tell from you, you're like, I don't quite <laughs> understand it. It's just there. It, <laughs> right. it is what it is. So we want to be a part of that. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, smothered. I like that as well. I like that too. It's so people are cooking this at home, uh, mm -hmm. smothering it. You know, if they're not the best at plating or whatever, they're like smothered looks good. It <laughs> That's all you need, <laughs> right? Covers up. You might've had a little burnt part. You left it on broil just a little bit too long smothered it's okay you're, good to, go. you're yeah. good to go okay uh pound cake a pound cake at the end of the meal i i think is 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 such a classic as well yeah why, why did you go to pound cake well i i for one my mom makes the best pound cake ever right? <laughs> those are fighting words because everybody's mom makes the best pound cake in your in your case shy it's actually true right it's actually true <laughs> And I love pound cake. And it's something like, you know, the whole dinner is something that um, is not uncommon for a Sunday dinner, right? For me growing up, you know what I'm saying? So it's very much, again, representative of heritage because this is something that I grew up eating all the time. Yep. We didn't wait just for Thanksgiving to have a turkey. You know, it was like, I'll come home from school and there's turkey wings and collard greens and pound cake waiting for me. Oh, I like that. So that's... That feels really good. Now, Detroit, know that when you go pick up this meal, you're not just having a three-course meal. You're not just supporting a great cause. You're not just vibing out with Nick and Shy. You're sitting at Sunday dinner and having that that family atmosphere. Yeah. It's something that we all crave so much, especially right now. Especially right now when we're cooped up and you know there's so much uncertainty to be able to sit down and have mom's pound cake. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing better. Now, I, now I really want to have your mom on on the on the Zoom, hang out with everybody to, to give people the. I made sure my baby girl had pound cake anytime she came home, anytime there was a breakup, anytime there was anything, there was good news or bad news. I had the pound cake. That's the kind of stuff that we connect to in such a meaningful way. The food, it better be delicious. Yet that's what we really connect to is that we all are craving that. And the two of you have built that into every layer of what you do. So I'm, I'm grateful. I'm excited. I'm starving now. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to find my way to Detroit or meet you up on the road because yeah. I need fried chicken and caviar in my life. You all, everybody listening, everybody watching, you need fried chicken and caviar in your life. And if you're in Detroit, make sure on October 10th that you're a part of that heritage dinner and if you're in Detroit, make sure you're connecting on the pop-up and definitely we'll drop a link to make sure everyone knows when you're hitting the road that uh, coming to a town near you, fried chicken and caviar soon enough. So uh, any last thoughts uh, before we let you go? This was a really great, really insightful conversation. Thank you.
Thank oh yeah, having. thank you for having us. This was it's been an honor to be able to work with um in the weeds. We did when was that? We two did, months ago. Yeah, two months ago. Yeah, we, did a, a we, tour. we started that relationship. Um, but it's been great. Yeah. So thanks for having us. Yeah, in the weeds, L superpower is finding good people. That yeah. is absolutely something L. I've been so impressed with everybody that I'm lucky enough to have the opportunity to speak with, to learn from, uh, and to put so much of the great work that happens into action, put out 400 pieces of content around such a meaningful topic like heritage and the work that all of you are doing. It really matters. I'm grateful. So we'll let the two of you go. Appreciate it. Uh, and uh, when this episode comes out, uh, I want you in the comments, let me know what's on the playlist for that day. I want to keep you track of fried chicken and caviar playlist appreciate you all have a great rest of your day you too thank you cheers all right everyone that is it for this episode fried chicken and caviar it's a it's a whole vibe and that is what every restaurant every food and beverage brand you have to be that you have to connect to people on that personal level and then you make sure that the food the drink the service is amazing it's all about that story it's all about the energy that Nick and Shire are creating in Detroit and beyond soon to come. Very excited. Once again, best served podcast 345. Why heritage matters to chef with Nick and Shy of fried chicken and caviar in Detroit, Michigan. And again, this is part of in the weeds menu meeting fall 21 campaign. Find us everywhere. Video casts, clubhouses, articles. We want to be connected with you throughout this whole campaign this week, two of four. And appreciate you all, as always. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Best Served Podcast. Subscribe to our show and connect with us on social media at Best Served Podcast. Tune in next week to discover more unsung hospitality heroes.